Welcome to the Mosh Pit, your home for unsigned punk, rock, and metal artists, where your music goes to be heard. Who gives a F? 
Welcome to the Mosh Pit. It's your host, Wes Everett. I am on site for the first time ever with the travel kit of the podcast. And I am here in Louisiana with my band, Ventress. How you guys doing? Doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Well, I'm Ben. I'm the vocalist of the band. I'm uh, BJ. I'm the drummer. You know, the band started in 2012 originally. Uh, however, this lineup that we have together, roughly, minus probably like one member, has been together for about a good four years. Um, maybe five, five-ish, Ish. So, something like that. So, uh, but our yeah. bass player now is uh, an original member too. One of the old members has returned. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, he was he was a member back from 2012 to 2015. He has returned. He returned last year. Um, it's actually funny how he returned because like he was gonna fill in for us for a couple of shows, and then we started we shot the serpent video and. Uh, I mean, I didn't even know he was going to be a part of the video until I'm in the group chat and he's talking about like what he's getting going to wear for. I'm like, well, I guess Shake's in the video, you know. So okay, that's great. And then uh, we kind of were just like, you know, he was in the he was in the video, that was great. And then at the end of it, we're like, Jake, are you, are you back in the band? And he's like, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm in the video. So I'm like, well, I guess it's here. We, you know, here we are. He's back in. So you know, it, it, it was funny how that land, like how we kind of landed back into our lives. So shout out to Big Chug. Dude, that's awesome. That is awesome. It, yeah. is, it, it was that was a really cool moment. It, it was really cool to have him come back. You know, and it's been a joy since. Definitely. Tell us about filming this new video. What was the experiences and the the locations like, and all of that well, insight dips. <laughs> uh, well, uh, like you mean like the serpent music video? Mm -hmm. Yeah, our, that video was definitely um, we 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 had a lot of firsts. You know, that was the first time we had a full production like team working with us on a video site. So we had like. A whole setup like we had a dressing room makeup artists like um wardrobe there you know, we 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 uh had like wardrobe consulting prior to the filming date uh we had a whole film crew they're actually like dream seeker productions is who shot our video out of new orleans and they're an actual real production team and they work on like ncis new orleans a tv show and they do a lot of other bands too so they're all over the board with what they do so they're really really well put together professional team and uh, like I said, we had access to the New Orleans Nightmare, which is a an old haunted house in New Orleans. Nice. And um, well, it's, it, it what was it before that? It was, it was the House, house of Shock, of Shock, which, was, of Shock. which was actually purchased by Phil Anselmo and yeah. Terra yeah. originally. Yeah. Yeah. He, cool. he sold but, uh, it back in like 2004, and they kept it running. But uh, it's now it, under a new name, and like so, it's New Orleans Nightmare now. But it's still like a haunted house. So you can go there. So so that's where we shot at, and we got to use some of the the, the props, some of the uh, the uh, scene sceneries and areas inside of the haunted house in the video we used. And um, a buddy of mine, Dexter Russo, I went to high school with him. Um, he has a reptile farm business now. And he brought all of his snakes on set. We had about 10 snakes around us. And he was like breaking them out and letting them. We sh you can see in the video the scenes we had snakes in. So that was a, ver a first for us also. First time I've ever used anything like that in the video. And, um, you know, like I said, it, the whole experience was new to us. Like, um, it was. It was the most fun video we've done too, and like, uh, it was the biggest we've done. You know, like we always try to do better than what we've done previous, and like that one really, you know, that was set the bar high for the next project. Exactly, you know, um, and it was hot. It was <laughs> we cannot yeah, forget was, that it was insane. Every was in the summertime of Louisiana, of in, a yeah. in, in a warehouse with no 
AC on. <laughs> that, that that seems to be all three videos that we've done Everywhere. were just extremely hot. The first one we always film in the summer. We always film in the summer, right? <laughs> and we, we always pick warehouses. <laughs> yep, <laughs> with no AC, no fans, nothing. Um, but yeah, the, the the film in the serpent video was insane. It was, I mean, it was an all day thing. It was like being on the set of a movie, and yeah, uh, the, it's the like scene, a movie set. It, it was literally like a movie set, and uh, I mean. There was tight corners. I, I got lost in the New Orleans nightmare so many different times. There's a maze to get inside to of it, like a maze as part of the attraction, yeah, the haunted house. So like, yeah. like we would walk around and kind of just explore, like get lost around. Oh yeah, we would get lost. The only way that like we would like know where we were going is like when it was time for us to shoot, and like they would grab us and bring us to the set. <laughs> Other than that, if we would like aimlessly roam, we were like behind, like we were literally like like behind everything, and like I can't remember what room it was, but like. The exterior, the interior was like kind of shaped like a ball. So like I just saw like the exterior of that on the other side, and I was like, man, I don't know where I, I know where I'm at, but how do I get out of here? Like, uh, I'm stuck. <laughs> this is more frightening than the actual haunted house. Lilith rising, goddess rising.
having the production crew and, and everyone there kind of helping you and giving you direction kind of let you guys kind of like kind of lay low and get have more fun because you're not worrying about all of that other stuff? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I would say yes because um, it's more organized that way and like the more organized it is then the less stressful it can be having a game plan and yes. set in place. So like, like um, yeah, like having like them say and even give us direction on acting points like how like what you like have this expression and look on your faces so like we they gave us some coaching into like the acting part of the two so we made it may have a better overall effect in the video we, we, we saw a lot of different sides to each other that we never did before mm -hmm. uh, like we were we, we were going crazy I mean it, we, we, it was like a psych ward. It was essentially like the theme of it all and yeah essentially know. we were all members all the five band members were different patients in this psych ward and then at first the video premise is supposed to be like we're getting through the intake process in this asylum and like mm -hmm. getting put in and then at first it's supposed to show us kind of just stay like being like silent and blank and then it's supposed to over time progresses all of our characters start to slowly go insane so you start to slowly see scenes of us nice. to like but bugging out, doing weird things like some of us were screaming and hollering and yelling. Oh, it was it was it was nuts. And then the snakes, like you know, some people had the snakes on their necks and everything. I believe Ma's scene, which I mean, we had like several different shots, like with the snakes each. The one that they ended up using for Ma was like like staring the snake like dead in the eyes, which uh, honestly could like kind of tie into Talladega staring it dead in the eyes. So. Yeah, my my scene with the snakes was like we just draped them over my drum set. Yes. Let all of them like kind of slither on the cymbals and on the drums. That's so awesome. that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so, what are y'all's future? What's your next project? Have y'all looked at that yet? Well, we have. We just released our EP, The Serpent, the full EP, mm -hmm. uh, that came out uh, April 22nd. We've got five songs on it. Three of them were pre previously released. We have two new ones on there. Go stream it. Go check it out if you haven't. Um, it, it's on everything, Amazon, even, I don't know why I said Amazon first, no one ever goes to Amazon for me. I mean, people do, but that's not the first. Apple, Spotify. Apple, Apple, Spotify, but for those Amazon users. They um, are there too. They, they are there. YouTube too. We YouTube. also have, like I said, the video is on YouTube. We have all of our music videos and uh, we have quite a few music videos on our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So you can check out there. Yeah, we, we have, um, you know, one from our previous EP and then we have one for Talladega which was the first single off of this EP. Um, we have a lyric video for Sentiment, have a visualizer for Relinquish and Spirit of the Chosen. Um, we're, we're about to push this EP a little bit out. Uh, we have, uh, we're actually just got approved, or asked, approved, whatever the word is, to play Apocalypse in the Desert in Las Vegas in March of next year. Yeah, March so next year. That is probably the biggest thing on the horizon at the moment. Yeah. Um, and we got some other things that we're trying to work out as well, other runs. We're gonna be playing, like basically like for like the next, um, few months to the end of this year, you know, we're gonna we have some local shows lined up. We're gonna start probably filling our calendar more with more some more local shows, maybe some small runs here and there like Mississippi, maybe Texas, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, and we're also all you know writing new material for for next for newer releases yeah. and and um, but right now, like Ben said, we're focused on uh really promoting the new EP. And um, we've actually just started working with a marketing team to like do some digital marketing for us. And so we're gonna start trying to like grow more of an online presence with through TikTok and like social media, you'll see more content from us. We're gonna be doing all different types, like funny, fun TikToks with band members. Uh, we'll do band related TikTok, you know, like um, 
music challenges like guitar drum playthroughs of some of our songs lyric breakdowns he's been working on a lot of that type of stuff so you'll be seeing a lot of different type of content from us okay. throughout the end of the year um and like i said we're prepping up for 2023 to be a year we kind of hit the road and play out yes and so like apocalypse in the desert is definitely like the biggest show we have booked for that year so far we're going to plan to do some touring and some runs around all those trips we plan to take very cool Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's gonna be a lot. So <laughs> you guys are coming to Georgia, right? Y'all are gonna show up in Atlanta at my studio. Yeah, yeah. come in. Yeah, we will. Yeah. come we will. in. Oh. Said, our, our our manager lives in Atlanta also, so we'll nice. take we'll make a make a big visit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, we're definitely going to Atlanta. Atlanta. We've never played Atlanta. The only city in Georgia we've ever played is Albany. Get us a show at the Masquerade. Uh, I can work on that. Hey, I can definitely work on the Masquerade's that. legendary. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, gotta, get, you just get seven dust to play two for you. Okay. you I'll, give a call. I'll give them a call. Dang, I should have worn my. I just saw them uh, play uh, on their Animosity yeah. tour. Oh yeah, so that's my favorite record. Probably one of my favorite records ever. They played that whole thing in full. That was great. Uh, but I got a T-shirt from it. And I, I didn't even like think Atlanta seven dust. You know, I mean, Atlanta. Atlanta's put out some pretty uh, tight music, uh, man. I mean, oh, yeah. a lot, a lot of, a lot of sick artists come out of Atlanta. A lot of, I mean. Especially in the metal world, but I mean, especially, I mean, obviously, Atlanta is mecca for hip hop. You know, I mean, it's 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 like Hollywood for hip hop now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, what's the craziest thing you've ever done on tour? Craziest thing I've ever done on tour. Um, well, we're not. Oh, no, we're, now we're not like. Uh, I wouldn't say we're like really crazy as far like, yeah. like we're, we're, we're. I mean, like we have fun, but like we're, we're not, always like cutting up on tour and like. Some nights may involve more drinking than others. We won't, we know. But, um, you know, we usually are always just having a really great time and, like, just uh, getting into, like, getting into it with each other on the road. Like, and uh, meeting people on the road has probably been some of the craziest experiences, especially when we went to Florida. Florida, <laughs> Florida just has some... Florida has some just crazy people out there. Well, Florida is Florida. The funny... Exactly. Oh. Like, it's always an experience. You never know what you're going to get, but it's always... You're gonna look back and then be like, "Damn, that actually happened," and it was funny as hell. The the one experience I can remember from Florida that that really stands out was we played St. Augustine, Florida, <laughs> and we were leaving. We're about to leave, and there's this dude walking down the street. wasn't at the show, wasn't involved any like like was not around. And our old bass player at the time just screams, "Yo!" <laughs> and the dude starts walking up to our truck with our van with everything, and I'm like. How'd you do this, man? You, this Florida sto- Florida man stories are real. Like I'm telling you, like this is gonna happen. This to dude us. is like, like whacked out. Looking. Oh, whacked out. <laughs> like I, I really can't remember his face that much because it was so dark. There's no lights around. It was barefoot. Yeah, he was barefoot, and he's just like looking at it like that. Like you all right? Do I look all right? No. Well, I'm not all right. We cussed in this interview. Yes. That, does that matter? <laughs> yeah, I always, I always, I always ask because yeah. you never know some people, you know. But no, yeah, he was just like, we're like, hey, man. He's like, you good? He was like, do I fucking look okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then we offered him a beer out so of the ice chest. Bro? And we give him the beer and like we have like a little bottle opener. He didn't even wait for that. This no, dude literally just, takes it and is like... <laughs> He just, he like, the bottle and we're, we're just like, oh, we're dying laughing. And I'm like, oh, man, why did no one have their phones out to film that? It was, like, literally unbelievable. And, like, he was aggressively, like, making those exact noises. Like, and then he finally gets the thing open and just go... <laughs> and just spits it and starts drinking the beer. And then he leaves. 
And then when we're leaving the venue, like, we pull around the corner. Like, he's, he calls Steve a pussy bitch or something. Oh, 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 God, why, oh, I forgot about that. We asked him how, we, we asked him something. No, you sissy bitch. You sissy bitch, that's right. That's right, when we asked him for a beer, he was like, of course I want a beer, you sissy bitch. <laughs> and then we pull out, we, we, we pull around the corner, and he's on the side of the road. Like He's literally like at a stop sign, passed out, just like arms out. <laughs> oh, no. Beer bottle right next to him. He didn't finish. I, I remember the beer just like you can see it was spilled on the side of him. <laughs> so that that was definitely the standout for Florida for sure. Um, whatever his name was, I don't know. On one of the other wild times is uh, driving through all that snow in KC. Yeah, Kansas City. Oh, yeah, we saw the cars on the side of the road. Like, there were cars like just people just like slid right off, off the, the highway. And like we're driving in a big ass van with all of our gear and all all the bandmates and our. Like two people who traveled with us, mm-hmm. and like, oh, yeah, it was like you know nothing. Like I've lived in areas where it snowed before, so I was driven in it. But like, it was a new experience for all of us, though. Yes, and it, it was, was tripping. We were all tripping out. It was crazy. It, it, it was nuts. Um, but and that that like Kansas City was a great experience too. I mean, that was just uh, you know a place where we had never been before. We were treated so well. The shows were so good up there. The barbecue is the best barbecue restaurant I've ever had. The barbecue is amazing. Literally, hands down, none what better. What's that place called? Joe's Barbecue. Joe's. It's in a gas station. <laughs> gas station <laughs> barbecue. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Like We're from Louisiana, and I'm sure they have it in Georgia, too. Gas station food sometimes is the best. It's not in Mississippi, though. <laughs> no. No, no. Gas station food in Mississippi. Questionable at best. Very. Oh, man. <laughs> I put more of the questionable. It's, it's like avoidable. <laughs> Marvline, important things.
Serpent. Such deceiving 
Taking your teeth in cold blood Cold blood Taking your teeth in cold pull your influences from man that's actually you know a very interesting question you know uh, I think everybody in the band which I, which I love the thing about I love about our band is everybody kind of come we, we all like agree and we all like come together on certain music but we're all kind of like from different backgrounds you know like I, I'll let DJ explain you know where he comes from musically yeah like like Ben said everybody in the band in, in their own individual way has kind of like a different type of taste and niche when it comes to like metal and heavy music so it's like we all have draw from different places so like I grew up listening to like a lot of like hardcore music and then like I started getting more into like to, uh, like back in the day with like Lamb of God and like Whitechapel so I was into the heavier and like death metal and death quarry type of side of the uh, metal but like as I've gotten older I also I mean I also grew up listening to like Linkin Park and New Metal too because you know I'm a little bit older and I grew up in the 90s so like I also had like those influences too but I also have a huge background with like classic rock too like being in being a drummer like I started playing and learning like I was listening to like Led Zeppelin and like Black Sabbath and a bunch of bands from that area and generation so I was pl learning music, music through that but then I just it started just developing from there to heavier bands and more modern day yeah. bands but uh but yeah, like so, like I have an influence from all over the place, especially being a drummer. So the same here, you know. I mean, I started off uh, kind of getting into like the new, like whenever I started really loving music and wanting to play music because like anything that I listened to before that, I mean, it kind of led up to it. But uh, new, well, I was really uh, whenever I was like fitting, like when I was like maybe ten or eleven, I was a big hip hop hit. Mm -hmm. Loved rap, loved hip hop. Uh, some about it connected with me, which kind of gradually led me into new metal, like rap metal, yeah. and then which led me into I loved the sound of a distorted guitar. I loved just the energy behind it and then that led me into getting into more styles of rock and metal and you know so i'm, I'm younger than him. i'm like i'm like four years younger than him so like which which is weird honestly because like whenever i was like in middle school early high school the whole scene thing was was going on and i really wasn't into all that i, I wasn't really into the whole 
emo bands. Like I was listening I to new metal. Uh, I was I was listening to um, I, I was like more on the rock side of it. I mean, like I like Three Days Grace and stuff. Yeah. But from a Valentine, which I, I, I they were kind of like they were in that in between. Yes, yeah. Like, yeah. like the scene kids liked them, but like well, some of the metal people liked them too. But you know, like as some metal Avenged Sevenfold, another band that I got into uh, around that time. Uh, Papa Roach. Papa Roach, big Papa time. Roach, P.O.D. 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 Uh, yeah. Man, a God, Seven Dust, Godsmack, God God uh, Disturbed was another one. Yeah. Um, all those bands like kind of shaped like my early beginnings, and then alternative, a lot of alternative music back in the day too. I was listening to. Yes, yeah, that as well. You know, alternative. Uh, uh, what I grew up with, like middle school. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> high school, high school was when I really started branching out, and like I developed. That's when I like. Uh, when I like found like Lamb of God, so I really I found Lamb of God. I really like stuck with them for a long time. Like I would say back in the day, like Led Zeppelin and Lamb of God were like the uh, like the uh, the albums from those two bands. I would just sit there and just play for hours on my drums, oh, just yeah. hours playing those back to back. Oh yeah, I mean Lamb of God. I mean, I, I remember like I grew up in a very remote town. Not a lot of people listened to what I was listening to. Um, I didn't really have many people I could share those similar interests with, so I wasn't finding out about new bands other than like what I was hearing on the radio. Right. Right. And then whenever I I I, I met, which it was obviously before he joined the band, I bet those guys they showed me a lot more. Of I was like able to open my mind to a lot of he- different heavier music. I think the heaviest thing I listened to at the time was Slipknot. Okay. Uh, and then because oh Slipknot was a huge one, yeah. Mushroom Head as well. Um, which Mushroom Head's a little bit more ins- experimental, and that kind of like led me. As I've gotten older, I, I get like I'm very. I listen to everything, you know. I I, I draw influence. Angels and Airways, one of my favorite bands. Oh God, yeah. Uh, love bands like that. Love. Uh, I mean, I still love hip hop to this day. Actually, working on some music, but um, the rest of the guys are kind of similar. Jesse's like into like progressive metal. Like he loves Dream Theater, uh, Periphery, um, mm-hmm. bands in that style. Uh, Jake uh, kind of comes from a pop punk background, actually. Yeah. Even though he like his favorite bands, Alter Bridge, but he has like that pop punk alternative. Uh, he also played in like a really sludgy metal band, so he ended up developing this really sludgy, uh, dirty bass tone, uh, and he still keeps, and it's kind of a signature of him. Sean, uh, Sean, you know, he listens to stuff like, I mean, he's a big Avenged Sevenfold guy, uh, you he's know. kind of got an eclectic music taste, he listens to a lot of different types of music himself, mm-hmm. but he's like, you know, when it comes to like, kind of like his inspiration for our band and heavy music, you know, he likes kind of like the shreddier... Yeah. Style of like metal chorus, like and, early Metallica style, or well, I would say kind of more like like Sinister Gates from Avenged okay. and Bullet yeah. from a Valentine okay. type of shredding, and like um definitely like a metal core style, metal core style of playing. But he um like I said, he's got the shredding style. You know, Jesse's Jesse comes up with like really creative like melodic run uh the side of the music, mm-hmm. and like they played. Jesse and Sean like complement each other as guitar guitars very well. Very cool. So like that's how like we developed kind of our sound and like that's how we really use everyone's influence to like kind of create our own styles. And yes. like that's over the years like we've kind of developed our thing like this with like the the EP we just released I think is kind of like the first point for the band where it's like okay this is Ventress's sound. Like the second album was like the pre-mold of it, but this album was kind of like, all right, this is what we are. Right. And now it's like, we're going to like, try to like, push it more further and like, try to expand on it. Yeah. Very cool. Absolutely, Very cool. absolutely. And then like, the previous EP, like a lot of those songs were like four years old, it just never got recorded and it was kind of like, they were like songs written before BJ and Jesse joined so it was just kind of like, you know, 
just songs that we had played live, songs that our fans knew of, uh, but like whenever we put on the EP, I think Psychosis is probably the only song that we actually all wrote together. So yeah. th that's why I say like, yeah, he's right. You know, this EP was like, this is what Ventress is because back then we were just kind of releasing what Ventress was. And now like this EP, especially what we went through at the time, writing this EP was, I mean, it, it was intense. That's what Ventress is. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, again, guys, thank y'all for sitting in on yeah. the Mosh Pit. I appreciate so, you opening your home to us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, my pleasure. You. My yeah. pleasure. Um, go through and tell everybody your socials, uh, where they can find you, and uh, where they can find your new EPs and everything again. Uh, make sure that we can link you guys up when we drop the show. Oh, absolutely. You know, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ventress, Instagram, Ventress underscore official, Twitter, Ventress underscore at the end. Um, let's see what other things. TikTok adventurous. Um, you can find my personal Ben Jewel official. Um, I'm Bees the Drummer on all social media. Yep. And then you know we also we have our website, uh, VentressMusic.com. Yes. Um, so like, and on the website you can find uh, a lot of our information and links to all of our socials. You can uh, find the EP on any every streaming platform, like we mentioned, like Apple Music, Spotify, everything. The EP's there. All of our older EPs are there. You can find music videos on YouTube for us. Uh, all of the old songs, all three EPs are on YouTube. You know, um, we have uh, also on our website we have a merch store. So like you can get exclusive merch on the merch store that you can't necessarily get like anywhere else. So it's like. Um, like if you see us live, you get to see, you, we have merch for sale at our shows, but it might not be everything you can get off the website. Mm -hmm. So that's where like adventuresmusic.com, like I said, that's our website. Find everything there also. One of the best ways to support a local band, you guys, is to buy merch. Please go out and buy merch because it does help uh, people product all this beautiful music that they, you can get there. Um, anything else? Yeah, before we let you guys run away. What are your three goals for the next 12 months? Yep. Three goals for the next 12 months. Um, get out on the road, play shows. Yeah. Um, anything you want to, let's see. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely, we have to buy a trailer. We plan on buying a trailer to make traveling for ourselves easier. So we'll have a trailer of our own to uh, utilize. Yes. But um, that's, that's like a goal for us. Um, like I said, we just hired a digital media team to help us grow our online presence. So that's another goal is to like, grow more online and um we're going to be creating more content like like we said yeah. releasing that and then uh promoting all of that and the new ep we just released and um keep writing music for the next for the next chapter and the new the next new um <laughs> album and all the, the new, new, other, new album all the, the other new <laughs> album, you, know? you know the cycle always just repeats itself yeah. you know it's always the cycle everything's a everything's a cycle everything you know, you has just, a beginning and then an ending you, you, just, you just do it you know you try yeah. to do it, you try to outdo it the next time and uh do it a different way do it the better way yeah, yeah. just yeah. growing just grow that's, that, that's all of it grow definitely now you guys are perfect ones to ask this question to because y'all been around a while you've changed the band you've done stuff do you have any advice for those bands trying to make a name in this business? Stick with it. Um, Perseverance is the biggest and the main thing. I think that any band, artist, solo artist, any person planning on pursuing music as a hobby or a career like like that would definitely like just persevere. Just keep creating and and doing your thing. Uh, like there's gonna be setbacks. There's gonna be great. There's gonna be highs. There's gonna be lows. There's gonna be hardships you're going to face and it's a lot to, and it's a lot you have to give of yourself but like it's totally worth it in the end 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, if this is what you want, you know, a lot of bands just break up just because, you know, they feel like, you know, like there'll be just one person in the band that wants to keep going on and then everybody else leaves and that person feels stranded and then they feel like hopeless. So they give up. Um, and, and honestly, you know, it shouldn't be like that. You know, if you want to do something, don't let uh, any outside force stop you from it. And just don't give up, you know. I'll say from the, from the beginning. Put everything in. Have a, have a vision of what you want for yourself. As an artist, have a vision for your 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 art, and stick to it. And if you don't have a vision in place, and you try to get a band together, it's gonna be very hectic getting it together and making it a thing because you have to have a plan in motion for this type this for this for that to really work. You know, you have to have a vision of what you want and where you want to go. Yes, exactly. You know, find like-minded people. Uh, find people that are like in it as just as much as you find people that are in it like are so dedicated when it hasn't even barely started yet like they're like willing to do anything because if they aren't willing to do anything like whenever it starts they're not going to do they're not going to be willing to do anything as it grows so just find like-minded people if you're serious about it, you know if it's a hobby you know like i mean still i mean even if it's a hobby why, why not put the, why not like give it your all you know like you know like i mean yeah it's fun but like it's fun whenever you put everything in it, you know. Uh, uh, what they say, like the happiest a man or woman ever is, whenever they put everything into something that they love. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys. Uh, appreciate everything, and uh, call us good. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank y'all so much. Thanks, Bad Mary, you're standing on my neck. Excuse me, excuse me. I've got to be there. If I'm on, please come You're standing on my neck. The Excuse me, excuse me. Must be on another planet. La 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 la
Ah! <laughs> 